0: This is Dion Grant from the New York Giants Super Bowl champ. And you're watching Real Fans Real Talk.
1: Uh-huh. This is Real Fans Real
0: Talk. Real fans, We real
1: What's going on? Welcome to the last live edition of Real Fans Real Talk for 2023. But we're going to make it a good one to end off the year. Um, before I introduce my calls I just want to say thank you to everybody that has been rocking with us in 2023. We got so many new supporters this year. Y'all have been rocking with us for this whole year strong. And uh, we definitely appreciate you. And we thank you guys for that. Keep locked in with us because 2024 is only going to get better. Now, with that being said, I got to introduce the other half of the dynamic duo, my brother, my co-host eric sanchez aka legend in two games what's going on man
0: what's really good bro you already know we about to end off the year strong for those that don't already know we the Shaq and kobe the sports talk yeah let's call it what it is sure <laughs> you know like we, we gotta stop being so humble with everybody but i want to wish everyone we didn't get to record last week understandably so because it was christmas eve so i hope everyone had a great christmas mm-hmm. and let's get to it the end of 2023 before we get into 2024.
1: You, you you know we gotta start with the NFL because you, you see what I'm wearing right now. You well, see I mean, <laughs> it
0: ain't much to be said. I, I think you and I have, have said it for quite some time. There were some people that questioned it a couple of weeks ago when we mm-hmm. said they were not only the best team in the AFC, I felt they were the most consistent team. And after another dominant performance today, uh I think the book is closed on who the best team in the NFL is as of week 17. We're recording this on December 31st, week 17 of the NFL season. The best team in the NFL does reside in Baltimore.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, no, first of all, let me I'm going to shout out Derek Thompson because he was definitely here early at 6.32. But I'm going to go to Kyrie Thompson's comment first because he, he knows what's going on, man. Lamar Jackson, five touchdowns. Ravens flock locked up the AFC top seed. Yes, the F we did. And we ain't going nowhere. Lamar Jackson put his stamp on the MVP this week because it was a lot of chatter in the media. Yeah, oh, he don't got the numbers, he this and that, and you got this and that and that and blah, blah, blah. He said, okay, watch what I do this week to the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to just run up five touchdowns on y'all. I'm going to basically do whatever I want to do on the football field. Shout out to the Baltimore Ravens offensive line. They had me a little nervous at the end of the game because I'm like, well, y'all got Lamar Jackson in. The thing is a blowout. You need to take him out, take Stanley out, and the rest of the O-line starters out. Get everybody off the field right now because this thing is over with. They came to play. They locked up the number one seed. They are the favorites going into this thing. And like you said, Eric, they are the best team in football right now.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any debate. Um, They have been so thoroughly dominant over the last few weeks, um, when you look at what they did to the 49ers last week, when you look at what they did to the Miami Dolphins this week, um, as consistent as they've been all year, the three losses they had this year, we can point to each one of those and look at a moment in that game where they just had a lapse in judgment or they just got lazy and they should have won the game. My Colt game included. We were there at the Colts game. Yes. They get the safety on Gardner Minshew. All they had to do is get one first down and the game is over. And because they didn't get that first down, it goes to overtime, and the Colts end up winning on a a long field goal. But week in, week out, I think the Ravens have been the most consistent team. You win 13 games in this league, that speaks volumes to how good you are. Lamar Jackson, I think his stats, his his, uh, MVP, previous MVP season, probably were more wow and eye-catching than this season. But I just think his consistency this year, the way he's developed as a pass thrower and as a quarterback, I think, speak volumes to, to where he's at. And like I said, I don't think there's a team that's better than this Ravens. This defense is really, really good. The addition of Roquan Smith, um, the play he made today was phenomenal. The one-handed interception that he makes. It ain't, it ain't too many linebackers who could make that type of play. Him, Patrick McQueen. Granted, they got to get Marlon Humphreys back. Yes. We know that. He didn't play today. But the Ravens, top to the bottom. Right. Best, best kicker in the game right now. Looks like they're going to have the MVP quarterback. Uh, Gus Edwards has, has been great for them. And then Zay Flowers is developing into a really good receiver. They don't even have Mark Andrews, and it don't even matter because Isaiah Likely has been playing so well. Mm-hmm. This team is really, really good, Trip.
1: Exactly. You, you, you gotta love it. As a Ravens fan, I'm so proud of these 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 guys Um, because, you know, this it, you, you would not know it. I was a little nervous at the beginning of the season. Things were shaky. They wasn't trying to pay my man, Lamar Jackson. Well, guess what? He they paid him and he has been worth every last dollar that they gave him it, you know it's it's looking like he's going to get his second mvp and they and they are locked up the number 1 seed in the afc I, you know you, you can't you can't say enough about the baltimore ravens today and the performance that they had against the number 2 team in the afc right now and 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 this was a very big game for both of those teams because uh, the the Miami Dolphins, you know, were looking to try and steal home field uh, throughout this playoffs with this game, and um and and they came in and it just didn't happen, um you know started with Jalen Waddle being scratched earlier this week, and then uh Mostart got you know w- was out today. They, I believe they announced that he wasn't going to play, but it it was just too much of that Baltimore Ravens defense. You mentioned Roquan Smith. I gotta attribute it to him. He 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 was hanging out with the goat this week and was getting some some knowledge and some gems from 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 Ray Lewis, the legend of Baltimore of that Baltimore Ravens defense. The guy that really set the tone. He, he was with Ray Lewis this week. He must have gave him that pep talk because he showed improved the rest of that defense. Especially, I I thought we might have a little bit of trouble because our safety Kyle Hamilton, who has been so. Uh, so, so important and so key to that to that Ravens secondary, especially with Marlon Humphreys being in and out of the lineup like he was. He didn't play today, so I thought we may have had a little bit of trouble containing Tyreek Hill. But no, they came they came to play, and it was a dominant win for for the Baltimore Ravens, and is well deserved.
0: Yeah, and and no no knock on some of the injuries on Miami's offense, but that would not have stopped the the, the Ravens from dropping fifty plus points today. Um, no disrespect to Jalen Waddle or Raheem Moster. I mean, I know they would have they would have helped Miami's offense, but uh what the Ravens have been doing the defenses, I think is something that we need to really pay attention to. Like I said, a 50 piece today, 30 plus points last week on that nine of defense. That's really good. Uh the Ravens, they've been the most consistent team. Shout out to Carolina Sports Plus. That's my man Mario Edwards. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he he's right, they got to do it in the playoffs. You know, we're not going to overlook the fact that Lamar only has one career playoff win. He's got to do better in the playoffs. Last time they were the number one seed, they did get bumped in their first playoff game. So them having to buy, um, you know, there'll be people that'll be skeptical that they got to still show it. But I just, I love everything I'm seeing from them. I really do. I think Lamar has upped this game a certain level. We've always talked about him getting receivers, and you see with Zay Flowers with Odell, what they're doing now. But that defense is something special, man. That defense is really, really good. A lot of interchangeable pieces. They're going to be a problem come playoff time.
1: And and yes, you are absolutely right. Carolina Sports Plus, um, they do have to 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 do it in the playoffs, um, and I believe they will. I, I, you know, they I, I think I believe it was two was it two three years ago they had a first round bye and they and and it was they were rusty um, coming into this thing, but but this is such a, a different Baltimore Ravens team. I think they do show improve this year in the playoffs. I think we see Lamar Jackson really lead this team to a Super Bowl just because when you when you watch Lamar Jackson, especially the last couple of weeks, he is no longer looking to just take off and run. He is looking to throw the football. Even in the times when he has time and he's bouncing around, he'll run a little bit, but he's still looking to throw the football. That's something that was different from 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 last year, even from his MVP season a couple of years ago, he is looking to throw the football now. And shout out to the to the to the receivers. Even even Rashad Bateman has stepped his game up the last couple of weeks. Zay Flowers, you know, he's he he's looking amazing. Odell has been has been good for them this, this season and Isaiah likely stepping up in the absence of Mark Andrews. Um, you you got You got to really love this Baltimore Ravens team from top to bottom because I they do have the number one defense in football right now, but that offense <laughs> they ain't too far behind. So big shout out to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, let me see what, 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 what's next on. Oh, let me throw this up because I seen somebody wanted to know about your about the game. Shout out to George thoughts on today's NFL games. Um, let me see what what, what was the, the next. Uh, big game we could t- we could talk about oh you know what let's um oh before we before we do move on Tua had a little shoulder injury in that game he, he did leave the game and it was in the fourth fourth quarter so i don't want y'all to think that that's the reason why they lost but it was late in, late in the, in the fourth he had a little shoulder injury he did go to the blue tent um hope hope i'm hoping he's 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 well and can play uh, next week if, and even if, if he doesn't take a week off, because they're, they're, they're locked in for the playoffs. So even if he does need to take the week off next week, hopefully he'll be good for the playoffs. I do want to see him doing well in the playoffs. Um,
0: they're, yeah, they're locked in for the playoffs. Is one of the things that we hinted at on the Friday Night Live that I picked not only Baltimore to win this game, but I also knew that Miami might, might save something for next week because even if they have won this week with Buffalo winning, next week is still for the division. Yes. So they they couldn't really secure much today they they still would have to win next week to win a division if they would have won today they would have had a chance at the number 1 seed but the division wasn't going to be locked up um and i think that's why they sat to a understanding that next week now has a greater importance because they have to win to be able to win the AFC East get a couple home playoff games and possibly be the number 2 seed
1: yeah absolutely um let's 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 talk about the, the NFC uh the 49ers they lock up the the number one seed in the in the NFC. Uh, McCaffrey did get a little little banged up. Um, he he wound up leaving the game. I'm hoping he'll be okay because they are going to need Christian McCaffrey because he's probably would be neck and neck right now. I mean, well, not after today's performance, but going into this week, he was neck and neck with uh, with Lamar Jackson in, in that MVP race. Um, so they're going to need him, but. They did it again. They lock up the number one seed, and, um, you know, it doesn't hurt that the Eagles blow a game to the Arizona Cardinals, and, um, you know, and and they pretty much, you know, their their chance of getting that number one seed again is is over with.
0: No, it is over. Um, With the Niners winning today, the Niners locked up the number one seed. Uh, I think what's going on with Philly is a real issue. And I know there'll be some people that are downplayed and say, well, you know, they got 11 wins. They're still going to make the playoffs. They are, there's a chance they don't win the division though. Dallas has control and can win the division next week. Um, the Eagles got the giants, but I'm gonna tell you what what concerns me about the Eagles is how bad their defense has been the last few weeks. And I wanted to bring up some of the numbers just to go back to show you trip. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a team that again, today, they gave up 35 points to the Cardinals. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they gave up 42 points to the 49ers. Right before that, they gave up 34 points to the Buffalo Bills. This was a defense that last year was a top five defense that everyone talked about how great they were up front and how much pressure they can get on the quarterback. And what we're seeing this year is that teams consistently pick on that secondary. In terms of names, Darius Slade and Je- uh, James Bradbury sound like really good names, but that secondary get picked on a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's happening again. And that's going to be an issue in the playoffs. I promise you right now, it's going to be an issue in the playoffs. What you saw from the Eagles today is not a, a blip in the matrix. This is something that's been going on now for a month and a half. They consistently give up big plays in the secondary and give up a lot of points.
1: Not even just a month and a half. This has been going on the whole season.
0: Maybe- no, no, but I'm, the reason I'm highlighting the last month and a half is because remember, that's when everybody said, oh, this is the gauntlet for them. This is going to be the gauntlet of the best teams they got to play. And look at some of the numbers they've given up during that gauntlet. As the teams yeah. have gotten better, the, the, the number of points has has increased, and we know come playoff time, those are the best teams. You're not playing – you're not getting away with playing bottom feeders. You're playing the best teams.
1: And and and, and, and they lost four out of their last five. And we sp- we've spoken about this uh, in the past. You don't want to be backing into the playoffs. You don't want to do that, and that's what we're seeing with the Eagles right now. Um, you know, losing four out of the last games to teams that you're going to – see in the, with the exception of the, of the Arizona Cardinals, but you could see the 49ers. You could, you could see the Dallas Cowboys and you could possibly see the Seattle Seahawks. If they, I don't know if that game is over just yet, um, but you could possibly be seeing the Seattle Seahawks in the playoffs. You don't want to go into the playoffs having lost four out of your last five. And then now, you know, you, I know you go into next week and you play the giants and you'd say, all right, that's a little chip shot win, but it's just the giants. They're not a playoff team. And again, you gave up twenty five points to the Giants a week ago, and yeah. and that was a close game. That right. you know what I mean? that that game could have actually went it went either way. So they, I don't even know if there's enough time for them to fix whatever it is that's going on because you know, like I said, you got the Giants next week. Now you got to play in that wild card round because you blew the opportunity to get that you know to have the first round by, So you can't. It's not even like. If you know, if there's any little ticky tack injuries, you can't even rest, guys. It we might be looking at the Eagles going out in the first round because you're the fifth seed right now.
0: It's gonna be very interesting. So the Seahawks lose uh today to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh goes in there. Mason Rudolph, I, I gotta give him his credit, man. Mason Rudolph's the last two weeks, um, his performance against Cincinnati and then again today against Seattle have not only kept their season alive. Uh, but giving Pittsburgh a little bit of hope and Mike Tomlin is not going to have another losing. He, he still doesn't have a losing season. He's going to have another winning season. The streak continues. I believe now it's 18 straight seasons that he's never had a losing season. We got to acknowledge that. But if you're the Eagles, if you're an Eagle fan, there's no way you can go into these playoffs feeling confident because when you look at some of the quarterbacks, you might have to play and some of the offenses. We already saw what the Niners did. to you. The Niners smoked you. And in, in, in the words of my brother, Trip Young, You got your boot smoked. (laughs) Uh, We saw that. Um, Dallas consistently puts up numbers against his defense, right? The Rams offense is no slouch. I don't know if you even want to play the Rams in the first round in the playoff game because they can move the ball up and down the field on you. So the Eagles have a lot of issues. Granted, I still like the Eagles probably more than most teams. But in terms of Super Bowl contenders, I don't like them more than the 49ers. And I'm starting to not like them more than the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Yeah. Um. Listen, <laughs> I you got to call a spade a spade here. They have, have not. To. They haven't. They have not looked good. And you blew a perfect opportunity this week against a, a subpar at best uh, Arizona Cardinals team. Uh, I, I don't even. I don't even know what to say to the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles fans, y'all better be on y'all p's and q's because it might. It might be a short playoff run <laughs> for you guys. And because because again, I don't see a fix where we can say all right. If we had just did do this, this, and this, we could make this happening and be good in the playoffs. I, I don't see it. Maybe they prove me wrong, but as of right now, there's nothing that I've seen from the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say this season that would lead me to believe that they're gonna go on this deep magical playoff run, and and win the NFC and get back to a Super Bowl. I don't see it. Um, I, I want to talk about Saturday night's game, the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. I, I, I was disappointed in the play calling at the end of that game, because whatever, if you know, they told the refs, they didn't tell the refs. At the end of the day, it's over. They they you didn't get that two point conversion. You then go for the two point conversion again, and you yeah. don't get it, but you get bailed out by the penalty and say, okay. Let's go for it again. When you had the opportunity to just kick the extra point, tie the game, go to overtime, the offense was clicking at that point. I'm, I I just, maybe, maybe you, maybe you, you got some insight, Eric, and you you see something different. I'm confused by the play calling at the end of that game.
0: Uh, I think that loss falls on Dan Campbell, their head coach. And it's cool for him to be frustrated in a press conference and, highlight the fact that, oh, our our player did uh, report as eligible. But as you mentioned, you have multiple opportunities. And sometimes when God is trying to tell you don't do this, you got to listen to God. Uh, Let's call it what it is, right? So I think when you don't get it the first time and then you get an opportunity and then you get bailed out the second time, that's when you got to say, all right, let's just kick the extra point. Let's go to overtime. Let's try to win this game because their defense had played well most of that game. Let's let's keep in mind their defense had only given up twenty points up to that point. It's not like Cowboys were moving up and down the field and scoring a bunch of points.
1: Yeah, that's the one they big play. play for C- CD Lamb, but it was a- well,
0: well. CD, I, listen, we're gonna have we're gonna have to have this debate very soon. I am a firm believer that CD Lamb has climbed into the top five of receivers in the NFL. I believe so. I, I just think CD Lamb, when you look at his numbers he, over the last four years since he's coming to the league, the way they progress. And especially what he's done this year, I think CeeDee Lamb is in that conversation of top five receivers in the league. But the Detroit Lions have multiple opportunities to kick the extra point and go to overtime. And not only that, to take it a step further, go back and look at the first half. They get down to the four yard line, they have a running play that gets stopped, they get a running play that has lost yardage, and then they have a pass play that, that's incomplete. And instead of kicking a field goal to make it 7 6 going into the halftime, they go for it on fourth down, they get an incomplete pass. Not to mention they had other opportunities where they did not capitalize on field position. They had, they left a lot of points on the board. Ron, Ron is easy to say they missed the, they missed the tripping call. The lions left points on the board and that falls back on Dan Campbell because I felt he was too aggressive in this game. You, you try to win the game. Don't get me wrong. You play to win the game, but you also have to be smart enough to understand how the game is playing out for you and realize my defense is playing well. Let's take some of these points early. Let's just give ourselves a chance in this game because at halftime, Dallas had only scored seven points, and yet Detroit had left points on the board when they could have cut into that lead or even had the lead at halftime. So the two-point is what everybody's going to talk about, but I want to go before that because they left points on the field.
1: Yeah, shout-out shout out to Ron Ron uh, Charles. Uh, refs missed the tripping call before uh, the late for, uh, for that Lions penalty. Um, and again... Something that we always say, you don't want to blame the refs. Don't put the game in the hands of the ref. All right? Now, again, you still had an opportunity to tie this game up, and you kept going for the two-point conversion, which was dumb. I, I, I was completely baffled by the Giants today because they they tried to do that nonsense today. And and they could have possibly won that, which I mean, it worked out because I'm glad they wound up losing. Because I'm I don't even understand what the hell y'all doing anyway, but I don't know what's up with with the play calling that late in these games. You cannot force it in that situation. It, it was not meant to be, and you cost yourself. Uh, you know, playoff pos- playoff positioning. Um, with that, with that, with that dumb play, with that dumb play calling towards the end of the game. I don't even care about the about the refs. You did it to yourselves because you had the opportunity to tie the game, take it to overtime, and let your offense do work. And they had been doing work. They they were they were getting down the field. Laporta and St. Brown. Laporta was doing whatever the hell he wanted to do. Let us be clear. Yeah. <laughs> Going up the field on that last drive, he was doing whatever he wanted to do. And then St. Brown obviously comes down with the touchdown to close the to close that drive off. I'm I'm disappointed with the play calling at the end of the end of that game because the Lions should have should have at least had a chance in overtime to win that game. But instead, you lose by a point because you decide to not kick the extra point after you know everything that had transpired. So it, you know it is it is what it is. Um, shout out to Dion Hope's page. We're gonna talk about Brownie a little bit later. Imani, Kevon, I see y'all. We're gonna get to the NBA in in a little while. Pooh. We see you. Always a pleasure. We're going to get to y'all comments in just a minute. Um, AFC, NFC South. It's going to be a fun week 18. Next it's week. coming down to this. <laughs> because everybody is in, is in play right now. Um, I guess we'll start with the, with the NFC. Uh, obviously, the Saints beat the, the Buccaneers today um, to tie for that NFC South lead. The Bucks have the tiebreaker right now. Uh, the Saints did uh, lose Kamara to an ankle injury early, early in that game. Um, I haven't heard whether it's going to keep him out f- uh, for the season or not just yet, but I'm hoping he can play next week. But we pretty much got a Russian roulette going on next week between the NFC and, and the AFC South. Who comes out of the NFC South? We'll start there.
0: NFC South, I think, is going to be the Buccaneers. They get the Panthers next week. Uh, Bryce Young was knocked out of the game today. Um, I would assume that the Panthers won't play Bryce Young next week. So the Bucs' path to a playoff spot becomes a a lot easier. I mean, the Panthers aren't a good team right now anyway. So I, I, I like the Bucs there. For the Saints, they dug their own hole, man. The Saints, I think, are a more talented team, but they played around with this season, and they had opportunities to lock up this division, I think, three weeks ago, and they didn't. So I expect the Bucks to win next week and win the uh, NFC South.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, if they if they didn't have the tiebreaker going right now, I might give the Saints a chance. But I mean, the Carolina Panthers are horrible. <laughs> like it, it, it is what it is. That they're, they're horrible, and Will I don't see. I see you, Will. I, yeah, I I don't see uh, Tampa. Losing next week. And since they already have the tiebreaker, I mean, it just it really doesn't matter what the Saints do. Obviously, there's a small chance that Tampa does lose because anything could happen any given Sunday. But I just think, you know, if I was a betting man, which I am, I'm betting on the Tampa Bay. <laughs> Buccaneers to, to win that division. Will Gordon, what it do, baby? <laughs> What's good, man? And um AFC, AFC South. Now, this one is going to be a little tricky. In the AFC, uh, who who comes out of the AFC
0: South? I mean, did you have to ask me. You know I'm biased. <laughs> you know I'm very, I'm very biased. Uh, I got my Colts. We got a big game against the Texans. Listen, nobody believed in us. We ain't even supposed to be in this spot. Trip, we're not supposed to be playing for the division in week 18. But I got the Colts winning next week. Now, there is the very real possibility that two teams come out of the AFC South. Yes, uh, because if the Jags win and then whoever wins the Texans Colts game, which I think is probably going to be flexed into the Sunday night game next week, because that winner of that game is going to have a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, two teams get in, but the Jags, it'll be interesting to see uh, Trevor Lawrence did not play today. Uh, We've we'll got to see if he'll be back next week. He's He's been one of the guys that's been kind of sitting around, but I got the Colts winning next week and potentially winning the division. Taking the AFC South, man. You know, it's it's something like, trip. We we just out here, you know, with a backup quarterback. Uh, our running back has been in and out the lineup. Our best receiver, he was hurt last week. He's back this week. It, this, we we lost the maniac, one of my favorite guys, Darius Leonard. We just continue to find ways to win, trip.
1: I I do I want to say two teams from the the AFC South will make the the playoffs, but I. St- Still, I'm going to give the edge to Jacksonville because they have the edge. Yeah. And Will Levi just went down again. Um, and they play the Titans next week. So I I, I want to say the Jaguars win just based off of, of them having a tiebreaker already. And I do think they close out um, because I think they can beat the Titans now that uh, Will Levi is out. They, their quarterback position is in shambles right now in Tennessee and I think whether or not uh, Trevor Lawrence plays next week, I think that the the Jaguars can still beat the uh, beat the Titans. But again, I can see two teams from the AFC South winning. I'm going to let you take uh, Will Gordon's question. What do you attribute the Colts' success to this season?
0: Uh, Shane Steichen, who to me, I mean, <laughs> all year I, I, I'm I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. Most of the year, Trip, I've said that D'Amico Ryan's is the coach of the year but I have changed my stance. I think it is Shane Steichen because what he has done with a backup quarterback and guard, Minshew, at times have played with the, the second and third string running back. Uh, they've missed guys at receiver. Shane Steichen to me, what he has done as a play caller and as a head coach has completely changed the coach. He has brought not only an aggressive mindset, but a very calculated mindset. You look at the play today when they hit Alex Pierce for a 56-yard touchdown. It's third and one. They were going to go forward on fourth down anyway. He understood. We're going to take a shot. So these are calculated gambles and calculated risk. And the fact that he turned Zach Moss, who's a guy who's been a career backup running back into a legitimate running back when Jonathan Taylor was out, speaks to his system and his style of play. Gardner Mitchell is going to get a big contract after this year from somebody. Somebody's going to pay Gardner Mitchell big money to come into their system and, and compete at least for the backup. If not the starting job, this is all Shane Steichen. I, we played way above our head. I'm not even gonna lie trip that day. We were in Baltimore. You knew. I was talking the hella ish, but I did not think we could beat the Ravens. But Shane Steichen's play calling, I think, got us that win. And I think that's why we have nine wins right now.
1: Absolutely. Um, Zach Moss also played himself into a contract uh, next season Absolutely. as well. I Absolutely. think he's going to wind up getting a three-year deal with somebody because, um, you know, they need running backs. Not saying he's going to get the bag bag, but he definitely played himself into a, a, a contract um, next next season. So shout out to him. Yeah, um, I got to agree play calling as, as exactly. yeah play calling has has been, been good for the Colts and they're in a, a position with a backup quarterback to kind of seal their own fate and make it and make it to the to the playoffs this season so big yeah. shout out to the to the to the Colts for that one last thing before we switch over to the NBA Eric I'm just letting you know right now um Baltimore does get the job done I will be back out there um to see you in <laughs> February, June. I mean, listen,
0: yeah, yeah. If they if they do their thing, we we will be at the parade. We'll, we'll lock that in. We'll make sure we at the parade. But I'm gonna tell you right now, man. If, if 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 y'all get the unlucky draw of having to face the Colts in a playoff, we might have to figure something out. You know what I'm saying? You, my brother. I don't. You know, I hate it have to be you, but you know, we we saw last time the Colts had to come to Baltimore. Well, they're gonna have they're
1: gonna have to come to Baltimore again, and guess what? We're a different team than we was when we played when we played you early in the season. I'm just letting you know that right now.
0: We're a different team too because I didn't wear my Anthony Richards in jersey that day, so we're a different team there too. You know, we're we ready for that.
1: I got you. I got you. Oh, uh, one last thing before we leave. Kyrie Thompson pointed this out. Uh, Panthers owner appears to toss drink at a Jags fan. Nasty work. Um, he's, Nasty. He's, he's definitely gonna be fined <laughs> behind that. You got to maintain your composure. Okay. You have got to maintain your composure. First of all, I don't even know why you're that mad. You know, your team is trash. They, they've been, your team, your team been trash all season. They're going to be trash for the next couple of years because you gave up everything to, you know, just to to get that, that draft pick. So, you know, I don't know why you're that mad in the first place, but that's out of pocket. You got to do better, man.
0: Uh, terrible terrible display by the owner um i think everything about this organization is kind of a joke right now i'm not a big fan of frank wright but you hire a guy and then you fire him within the first year when you knew things were going to be bad with a rookie quarterback uh let's not forget the previous head coach had four different starting quarterbacks in four years Mm -hmm. under matt rule so everything about this situation just seems like a joke and um i think this is the icing on the cake. like you said nasty work is, is putting it lightly yeah
1: um. Nah. Well, we definitely not ignoring the Browns. Shout out to the Cleveland Browns. Um. They have definitely been balling. the The, the, the reemergence of Super Bowl champion Joe Flacco is what's going on in, in Cleveland right now. I I I hope uh, Amari Cooper can get back on the field next week because he 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 set the tone two weeks ago. I think it was 236 yards receiving two weeks ago. So I hope he can get back. Um losing losing Nick Chubb, who's, you know, top three running back in this league, maybe even top two when he when he's healthy, and uh Jerome Ford just picked up the slack and they kept going. Uh and again, you lose Deshaun Watson and Joe Flacco just uh, you know, he just comes in like it's nobody's business and he's out here playing like he was playing to help the Ravens get to the Super Bowl the last time.
0: Yeah, yeah, shout out to my brother Will Gordon cuz I know how much you hate the Browns. He he <laughs> he uh catchphrase uh he he coined the catchphrase lose forever when it came to the Browns. Uh but they found a way to win and it's it's a great story for them, man. I wish they had all of their pieces. I wish they had Nick Chubb because I think that would make them a legitimate threat come playoff time. Yes. But nonetheless, what they've done with multiple starting quarterbacks this is their fourth different starting quarterback this year. So the fact that they got ten wins, the fact that they're in the playoffs, kudos to their coaching staff and that defense, which I think is very, very good. They've got a very good defense, very good young defense. And the only question moving forward for this organization is going to be: Can Deshaun Watson get back to what he once was? Because all the other pieces are there. Yes,
1: absolutely. All right, let's uh, let's switch over to the NBA. I'm actually I'm going to start with uh, with Hoopballer Scoops comment that just came in. Uh, Will Gordon the Bucks is balling, so the Lillard Giannis ish working. They had to take time, but Middleton been balling is the key. Their defense fell off, but it can improve. They can be a problem, and that is why myself and Eric both said wait it out. We didn't even get to the All Star break. We said it was going to be a slow start for the Milwaukee Bucks because you were trying to incorporate a second superstar into into the flow of what, what the Milwaukee Bucks do while losing. I mean, I guess Giannis is probably the best perimeter defender, I guess, defender period. But uh, Drew Holiday is, is, is 1A and 1B. So we knew it was going to take some time. They're finally, you know, they're gelling right now, and they're looking good. Um, they're looking better and better than second place right now in the Eastern Conference. Um this is this is this is what we what we thought they would be
0: I mean this I I hate we, we say these things and sometimes I think people assume that we're hating on them or that we don't believe in them we know this duo can be special mm-hmm. right as you mentioned trip and we know this duo can do special things come playoff time but it is going to come down to their defense because that is what Uh, got them eliminated from the playoffs last year in the first round. It was their defense. It wasn't their offense. So uh, to Will Gordon's statement, yeah, be patient. You have to be patient. That's all you can do because this pairing was not put together to win 70 games in a regular season and that's it. This pairing was put together to win a championship. So we won't know how great they can be until we get to the playoffs. We hope that they gel good enough to get to a deep playoff run. And only time will tell. I don't. I don't want to be too harsh on the Bucks because I'm a big fan of Dame and Giannis. But you know, I, I still think that team uh, from a little further up north in Massachusetts is better. That's just my opinion, though.
1: I mean, they're definitely playing playing better. They've been the best uh, team this this season. Um, they, you know, they, they, they've been looking good all year. Um, all right, let me go back to the beginning, and I, it, it's time. I know y'all been waiting. Y'all wanted to get at me about the Lakers, so we gonna just get it out the way right now. We going back. Shout out to Derek Thompson. I'm shocked y'all having a show with it being New Year's Eve. But Trip, what's going on with your Lakers? Think they beat Thunder and Hornets, but can't beat good teams. Um, well, the Thunder is a good team, so I was about to say. I... Yeah. Let's <laughs> uh. You know, and and you know, who know who knows what happened happens uh, last night. If, you know, if they don't, you know, still still that one from my man King James on his birthday. So who knows? We don't even know what happened. They may have beat the number one team in the Western Conference last night. Um, But again, you know, the Lakers are in contention. That is where I said they were going to be in contention. I didn't say they was going to run through the Western Conference. I didn't say they was going to finish in the top three I said they were going to make the playoffs. They would be in the middle of the pack. That is where they are. <laughs> like, we, y'all act like I said, they was coming in here and going to go 82-0. and
0: Yeah, I, I keep saying it, man. Like, what the Lakers are not geared up and not built to be a regular season team. So let's not put too much stock in what they do in a regular season. This is a team that's constructed to make a deep playoff run. The biggest issue for me is the amount of minutes that LeBron James has played early in the season. You've got to find a way, and I know people hate to hear it, but you got to find a way to do the load management. you got to find a way to give him some nights off to preserve him for the playoffs. All, all that being said, the Lakers were in the playing game last year and still wound up in the Western Conference Finals. So let's not act like what they do in a regular season is going to impact how deep of a playoff run they have. It has nothing to do. One has nothing to do with the other. Thank especially you. when you're talking about a veteran-laden team like the Lakers. They just need to be healthy come playoff time. I think they'll make their run, and I also think they'll make a trade uh, within the next month to prepare themselves for that run, just like they did last year.
1: Yeah. Let me throw a pool's comment because she's going to be out here talking her ish today. Them Lakers OMG. <laughs> Y'all Lakers fans got hyped over the, the little ass tournament, then had the nerve to have a ceremony before a game, really? Oh my goodness. First of all, <laughs> I love you <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but I don't know who like who really got hyped over the, over the end season tournament? I mean, it was it was a cool thing. I would have liked to win 500,000 mid season two if I just could get a nice check. but I don't like I don't think nobody really put like all right, whatever they they, they put up a, a banner for it. but I mean that's the, that's the team. that's what that's what the, what the organization chose to do. You know what I'm saying? They they won. It's an in-season tournament. They won the tournament. They put the banner up. It is, you know, it is what it is. But like you said, Eric, they, this is a team that is they, they're playing for the playoffs. That is That's it. And it's not it's not gonna look the prettiest throughout the season. Okay. They they're gonna take a lot of a lot of bumps and bruises along the way, but they are are are, are, are playing for the playoffs. That's where where you're gonna you're gonna really see who the Lakers are. Because they're an older veteran team. All right? So, it's just, you know, it is it is what it is.
0: Oh, That's a fact. Shout, shout out to Kavon. I see his comment up there. Mm-hmm. Listen, I agree. I, I'm not saying that they're guaranteed to make the Western Conference Finals. No team is guaranteed to make the Conference Finals. Just because Miami went on a run they went on last year doesn't mean they're going to make another run this year. My point being that the Lakers are not – they're not consumed with the regular season. They're, nothing they're doing is based on – hey, we got to win 60-plus games out of the regular season. It's all based on let's get as healthy as possible. Let's gel going into the playoffs when that time comes. Because as I mentioned last year, the Lakers looked like trash for most of the regular season. And then they hit their stride right into the playoffs and went on a run. Same thing with the Miami Heat. Let's not forget the Miami Heat were trash most of the regular season. They actually lost their first uh, uh, playing game, right? And then hit their stride. So for veteran teams like the Lakers, they're not they're not consumed or concerned with hey, we got to do this right now because it's December going into January. Their whole thing is let's just let's find a rhythm, let's get healthy, let's find the pieces that can fit this team, and then we'll worry about all these things come April and May when we're when we're getting ready to go into the playoffs. So that's why I don't want to. I, I see everybody talking about the Lakers right now, and the same thing with the Bucks. These are, these are championship-caliber teams that are not worried about what they look like right now. Yeah. This point of the season is for the young teams. This is for the young teams that are trying to prove themselves, not for the veteran teams that have bigger aspirations. Why?
1: Just because they have Bron and AD, we just assume they're going to do damage? I, I don't even know about assuming they're going to do damage. We're just saying they're going to be in the playoffs. That's what we're, what, what, what we're saying. Um, but again, Eric, as Eric, you just you said everything perfectly. We saw the same thing last season. They struggled out of the gate. They turned up after the trade deadline and, and got hot going into the playoffs, and they found themselves in the Western Conference Finals. Ultimately, obviously, they lose to, to, to Denver. But this is this is what, 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 what we're going to see again this year. It's going to be the same thing. Now, I'm not saying – I'm not guaranteeing they're going to be in the Western Conference Finals, but they are a team – that is built for the playoffs. And again, it is going to be ugly at times during the regular season. Now, if we get to the end of the season and the Lakers don't make the playoffs, then by all means, y'all can stay whatever y'all want right. to say, we can come back. And and I'll and I have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just have to accept that.
0: I don't think either one of us has said that they're going to do damage. Um, but if we're going to say, why do we assume? I mean, the facts are the facts. Braun and AD have been together four years. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tripp. Uh, They've been together four years. Mm-hmm. They've gone to and won an NBA final one year and went to a Western Conference final another year. So two out of the four years, they made a deep playoff run. Name me another team in the four years that have had a playoff run or playoff impact that the Lakers has had. Only, only really Miami, because Miami lost that final to the Lakers yeah, in a bubble. And then, they can't and then Miami themselves were made a deep playoff run last year. Other than that, there hasn't been a team that has had that type of impact in the, in the last four years. Yeah. So I, we're not saying that they're going to do damage. We're just saying that they want to get healthy. They want to be right come playoff time. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Now, come playoff time, if they lose in the first round, depending on the matchup, is very possible. But again, in the last four years, when Braun and AD have been healthy in the playoffs, we've seen them go and win a championship. And another year, they went to a Western Conference Finals. I don't think there's another team. Prove me if I'm wrong. Put it in the comment section. What other team in the last four years have had that type of impact? At least two of those seasons.
1: And I mean, who knows how far they go the year after the bubble if AD doesn't get hurt in the first round? Uh, when they were up
0: two one on when they were up, two yeah. one on Phoenix.
1: Yeah. So, like you said, I mean, who who else like outside of Miami has has been on on that type of run? During that during that tenure together, so that's right. what it is. Shot, yo, drunk. What's good, man? I'm surprised. Yeah, you. we miss you, drunk. We miss <laughs> you, bro. I love to hate on the Lakers, but if they get in season tournament AD in the playoffs, man, yeah, if they if they if they get that, they're gonna be they gonna be a problem. They're gonna be tough to beat. I uh, you know I, I agree with that. Um, well, obviously Kyrie, all teams can say if they if they if they wasn't hurt, but just based off of them being up. Two one in the series. I'm just. I'm saying more than likely they at least make it to the second round if AD doesn't get hurt in that series because they were dominating the Suns to to start that series off. Um, drunk. Let me throw this one. Word on the street is Ham and Austin Reeves got issues. Now, drunk. Is that true or is it just because <laughs> I know you, you be just saying stuff sometimes because I haven't heard about them having issues. But I mean, coaches and players, you know. Have, have have issues all the time. It happens all the time, um, you know. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put too much on that because Austin Reeves is at, he's he's been playing you know well as of late anyway. So I wouldn't put too too much on that. Um, kept. Yeah. Let me see. What, what was Kevin's question? Oh, uh, so I gotta hear you. So what was Kevin's question? Which one? Are you talking?
0: Which which question are you talking about, uh, Kyrie?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe, unless I miss something back at the top,
0: um... and and to drunk to your last comment. So there might be beef between Ham and Austin Reeves. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, I think that's normal. But in terms of Austin Reeves being involved in every trace scenario, I think it's a combination of his salary number. Um we got to remember that sometimes guys get signed with the with the intention of possibly getting traded later on. It's, it's one of the reasons that D'Angelo Russell got the number he got, because they knew that they could flip that number later on. So I wouldn't put too much into trade scenarios and, and trying to correlate the two as if, like, oh, they got beef now. I just think that if they know they can flip him for the right move, they they will do it. And I think that's for everybody on the Lakers, on the Laker team. Are you talking about, th- you talking about this one, uh...
1: Is this the question? The Lakers are old and they can't shoot as a team. But to Sanchez, just because they got to the Western Conference don't mean they will this year as a different team. They couldn't shoot as a team last year. Right, I was about to say, I,
0: I think I answered this because like I said, they, they played like trash most of last year. And then they got hot right at the end of April and went on a run in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and 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 to that point of they old and they can't shoot, look at I challenge everybody, look back at what the Miami Heat was shooting from three last year before the playoffs, and then somehow gave Vincent and Max Strews, them guys all turned into Reggie Miller come playoff time.
1: Hold on, you said another question was asking you about LeBron. What the question at? It's cash money. <laughs> Francis cash money and every <laughs> Lakers game I've seen. Hold on, I'm trying to find a question you said right above the Happy Nookie. I don't see no.
0: Hey, have them? No, no. Uh, on, type in the question again because it's not showing up right now.
1: Yeah, because I don't, I don't see a question from. Yeah, yeah, rewrite that. Up here. Um. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Let me see. Let me just go back because I know there's a couple other comments that we gotta get to, as well. Um. You know, while we waiting for for him to write that to rewrite that comment, let me let me shout out, Pooh. who Poo, you you crazy? Damn, I ain't seen y'all in a few weeks, so y'all ready to get one more showing before twenty twenty four? Well, I'm listening while looking at outfits. Pooh, let us know. Send us a picture so we can see what you what you finalized on on your New Year's Eve outfit. And if you going out, and this is to everybody, all the supporters, if y'all going out for New Year's, make sure y'all be safe. If you're gonna be drinking, drink responsibly. Do not get behind no wheels or no cars. If you are going to be drinking, just be safe out there, man. Everybody, we want everybody to have a blessed New Year's and to come home safe to their family and their loved ones, all right? So, if you are, like I said, if you are going out, just be safe, everybody. Um, all right, let me see. Just... All right, who else? What else we got up here in the meantime? Oh, let's talk about John Morant. Uh, John Morant's return to the NBA has been what the league needed. I think after Curry and LeBron move on, if he does right, he can be the face of the NBA. They lost the other night, but it's refreshing seeing him do what he does best. I agree. Um, he was player of the week that, that first week back. He hit the, he hit the game winner. Um, and I want that for John Morant cause, because he is somebody that should be one of the faces of the league. Um, he's, he's in the upper echelon. He just has to stay out of trouble off the court. You, you cannot have another situation like the ones that we had dealt with last season. Like let's just let's just scratch all this out. You know what I'm saying? Let's and let's start fresh now that he's back and um and, and continue to do well because John Morant is a big part of the future of the NBA if he can continue to do the do things the right way.
0: Well, that's a fact i think ja is a tremendous talent i think ja i don't even think ja realizes how much of an impact he can really have on and off the court um trip i think you and i have talked about it in the past you know with him kind of being in that same lane of alan ovison as a, as a true crossover star and somebody who can appeal to so many different people and so many different backgrounds so he doesn't even understand yet how big of a star he is because he's so young um my only concern with ja is the people that are around him you know sometimes you need people around you that say nah let's not move like that nah let's not get involved in some of them things if he can stay away from some of the negative aspects of fame and celebrity i think the sky's the limit for ja and i do think he could be the face of the nba but he's got to stay away from some of them outside um Outside resources and then and, and people that, that can pull him in a negative direction.
1: Yeah. Um I see I see your comment, Kevin, i going to put it up next. Um I've been arguing Halliburton's better than Ja uh, ever was all week. What y'all think? Um I'm not gonna put him ahead of Ja right now. I think he gotta do a little bit more work for me personally. Um Ja's a problem, man. Like if, if he could just get his act together off the court you know, he's going to be a superstar in this league for a long time to come. Um, look, he is the Memphis Grizzlies right now. He, he is them.
0: Oh no, no, you're right, Trip, But let's keep it above. Halliburton is a better player than Job. I, I agree with you. But when you turn, when you talk in terms of a star, you're talking about marketability. You're talking about a guy that's so exciting when you're watching on TV that it transcends the team aspect of the game that you're no longer watching the team, you're watching Ja Morant. And that's what Tripp's point is, Ja is that. Ja is a guy that you will tune into Memphis Grizzlies games just to see what Ja does. Mm-hmm. Even if he shoots 10 for 25, I watch Ja Morant tonight. Yeah. Halliburton is a more complete player. A better true point guard, a better defensive player, can do more things on the court. But in terms of a star, Ja Morant is a bigger star than, than Tyrese Halliburton, and that is it. And, and right here, Ja is the Allen Iverson of today's game. Great. But when you deep dive the numbers of AI, and Tripp, you and I both love AI, mm-hmm. AI wasn't very efficient as a player.
1: No, but he, he had everything. Right, and but he, he had, had the star power. Face. Yeah, and Ja has that. And I'm right. not saying Tyrese Halliburton can't get there, but star power is a big part of who becomes the, face, the face of the league. One, and two, a big part of that is... Is also how you play, how you play the game, and with the exception of Steph Curry, obviously greatest shooter of all time, the guys that become the face of the league is the big time, is the guys that's jumping out the gym, and and are still you know winning as as well. And John Moran has that. John Moran is jumping out the gym from the time he got into the league. He's he's trying to throw it on you every time down the court, damn near. So he's gonna have that that edge. I'll, I'll give you that, Eric, he, that Halliburton is, is, a, is a better all-around player, but if we're talking about becoming the face of, of the league, like, I I don't think I could ever see Halliburton being the face of the league. Well,
0: I wouldn't say ever. I mean, certain circumstances, because I, I don't know... Unless if he you wins not... a couple of chips. Right, but hold on. Like, if, if you and I would have had this conversation, I've, I've known you now, Trip. what, now eight years, Right if we would have had this conversation when we first met about Giannis, we would have been like, nah, Giannis probably can't be the face of the league. But when you win a championship, when you win some MVPs, you kind of transcend all those things. So I don't want to, I, and I, that's not to compare Halliburton to Giannis. I don't want people to get this <laughs> misconstrued Cause you know how people run with those type of comments. Right. I'm just saying that Halliburton still has a lot of work in front of him mm-hmm. that could change that narrative. Yes. But right now, Ja has a certain star power that I don't think very many young players even have. Yes. Ja, Ja's ability to connect with the culture is completely different than Tyrese Halliburton. Ja's style of play fits a certain, um, it fits a certain void mm-hmm. that we don't have in the game. You know, when you're talking about a guy who's 6'2", who's dunking on seven footers, when you're talking about a guy like, if most people stood next to Ja Morant, they would be surprised by how slight in stature that he is. And so for him to dominate the game and play the game the way he does is similar to AI. It is it is It transcends all that because of, of the way he dresses, because of the way he plays, because of the swag that he presents. So I think Ja is a far bigger star than Tyrese Halliburton.
1: And 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 one thing with Halliburton and, and yeah, I guess because I guess anybody could do it because winning does change a lot. Right. But the problem is he doesn't have the star power now, and right. as good as he is, Indiana's not winning anything anytime soon. Right. He would have to
0: win something so, yeah. for the conversation to change. But but let's be real, like Giant one shit either.
1: No. But because he's, he already has that star his power. Aura, right.
0: <laughs> yeah. His aura is so large yes. that it's like Ja is a star in a small market, mind you, in yes. Memphis.
1: That, that's why I think the AI comparison is so perfect because, again, I mean, AI did get an MVP, but as far as championships, AI didn't have any championships, but his star power was so engulfing, you just had to respect it. You know what I mean? And he was one of the, the best players in, in the league for, you know, for the most part of his career, he was one of the best players in, of in course, basketball.
0: Of course, but that's what I'm saying, like, it, it's, it's when you talk about complete player and then star power, it's two different things. You know, um, I always love the comparison. People, people, I think, tend to overlook it. Allen Ovison and Ray Allen, like, you know, same age group, same kind of class that came in. Mm-hmm. Ray Allen might have been a more complete player in terms of his ability to go, shoot, go on, go create on, his go own go shot. And people forget how good young Ray Allen was, mm-hmm. but he damn sure wasn't the star that Allen Iverson was. No. Allen Iverson was, was out of this world in terms of star power. We could be talking about the same thing with Tyrese Halliburton and John Morant. John Morant is a biggest star. I think Tyrese though is the more complete player. Mm-hmm. And it was a comment about a guy who I'm, I'm man, there, there's a guy right now playing out in the Midwest. Uh, that goes by SGA that I think is phenomenal right now.
1: Yes. And and we're going to, we're going to talk about SGA in a minute as well. Ray Allen didn't have Iverson's personality. Exactly. That's, that's the thing. Now he was Jesus Shuttlesworth though. So he did have that. Maybe Halliburton might have to be in. He got game two or something like that. They got to do a remake and put Halliburton in the movie or something. So we can help boost his profile up. some.
0: right. Um, But, but Kavon, to my point, you say he he did not have AI's personality. You're 1000% correct. But right now, tell me who had the more complete game. Drunk said OKC. Okay, is, is OKC in the Midwest? Isn't, is that out there in the Midwest? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah.
1: I mean. It's not, it's not
0: only on the West Coast. Yeah, it
1: ain't West Coast. It ain't East Coast. So the Dead ain't right down
0: it. South. <laughs> I mean, but my four, My fault, drunk, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I thought I, I categorize it as the Midwest. I don't know.
1: Drunk says, I feel like Ja has a ceiling and Halliburton doesn't. Maybe I'm drunk. Drunk, you always drunk, but it's okay because we love you anyway,
0: man. Nah, drunk, drunk one. Look at drunk last comment. Damn, drunk. Don't, don't do me like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma is the South. Oh man, yeah. yeah we listen. Everything Come is Midwest. On.
0: Come on, I brought a gift for the whole nine. Come on. <laughs> I brought a gift for the whole nine. Come on, baby. Did you
1: bounce the, it? The <laughs> yeah, what oh. was Oh man, you're right. LOL Allen always shot 10 for 30. Sometimes I thought he was overrated. Oh, I ain't gonna say he was overrated because that damn 5'11 doing what he was doing. Okay, and we, we knew AI was gonna be a problem from that first Jordan game, we knew he was gonna be a problem. Ooh. <laughs> so i we ain't even going we ain't even going gonna, to gonna slander ai like that ai is him like that's that's, a, that's fact. a fact okay he he wasn't he was mvp for a reason and if he had a better team around him he might even be nba champion right now <laughs> cuz he it, it was bad for him for for a long time hey what the, oh let me let me throw let me throw Kevon's other question up here now um I asked, "When did Trip become such a LeBron lover?" I was saying from afar, "You got that Shannon, Nick Wright love, for him.
0: was
1: yeah. your guy before him?" Uh, first, I mean, I've been a fan of LeBron since he was in high school. Coming into the league, like, that's always been my guy. Um, but before before LeBron was my guy, um, AI was my guy, and Mike was my guy before that. Those those was those was my guys. Now, it just so happens that two of the three of my guys. Is is one and two on the all-time list, which I which I love. <laughs> so, but um, but I mean it's it's not like I'm out here praising LeBron without reason. LeBron is that guy. He is, you know, wherever you wherever you have him ranked, but he ain't no lower than number two on the all-time list. So so what I say about, about Lebron, you know what I'm saying, it, it got it gotta be respected because he is that guy. And at happy birthday again to LeBron at 39 years old. He's still keeping up with the guys that are supposed to be running the league right now. So you gotta put respect on LeBron James's name.
0: Yeah, no, that's a fact. Um, they they try to lump you in there with Shannon and Nick Wright, Trip. I, I can't let I can't let you do my brother <laughs> like that, man. You know, I feel I feel Trip Trip is a fan of, of LeBron, but I also think he's fair because there's been times we've been on air where he's been critical of Braun and, yeah. and some of the things, but um LeBron is phenomenal, man. And I, I hate, I truly do. Like, it's, it's obvious to you guys who I feel is the GOAT, but I think it's so unfair that we try to knock down LeBron just because we feel he doesn't measure up to Mike. It's, it's not fair, bro. Like if you feel Mike is the greatest of all time, that isn't a knock on Bron. You know what I'm saying? Bron is phenomenal. As as Trip and I have tried to say, we we want to get away from the conversation of just all time great and give me your best starting five. And if you don't have LeBron in your in your starting five, then that's a that's a different conversation we need to have because yeah. I don't see <laughs> if 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 they if, if there was a real life Space Jam and they said, Yo, I need your five best basketball players of all time in their prime. There's no way you could tell me that Braun is not one of the five guys on that court. I'm sorry.
1: Yo, Drunk, you're a special one. <laughs> I had it on for so long, but man, this dude, stats in year 50, is starting to
0: win. <laughs> he, he, no, Drunk is wrong. He's in year 40. He's in year 40. But, but I, I see what Drunk did at, yeah.
1: But that's what I'm saying. Here's the thing. Now, if I was up here talking about LeBron, you know what I'm saying, like like, like he was like it was Kwame Brown or something like that, and I'm praising him like that, then I, I would understand that. But LeBron invalidated every anything I could I could say. Like we're talking about somebody who is thirty nine years old and is still a top ten player in this league. There is no other player in the history of the NBA that has been this great for for this long. Like it, just it just, it just is what it is, man. Like you, you got you got to put respect on his name. If you don't have LeBron in the top five, either you a hater or you don't know basketball. Straight like that.
0: Now that's a fact. And I, Drunk, I love that last comment you made because I will always I say that all the time. Yes. That is the best version of LeBron James. I always say that. To me, LeBron's best moment is always going to be game six in Boston, that 2011 2012 season when they're down 3 <laughs> 2 and they had the win to not only avoid elimination, but possibly blowing up the big three. Cause if they lose that second year to Boston, Chris Bosch won't be there. Eric Spolstra never coaches again. And Braun calmly goes out there. I believe he had like a 45 and 11 type night that night. Yeah. That to me is Braun's masterpiece performance.
1: Let me throw a footballer Scoop's comment because he says he's getting ready to check out. We're going to be out of here, too, because I want to watch the, the Sunday night game. Yeah, we're going to get the Fantasy football is on the line tonight. Um, Let me ask y'all before I'm out, will we ever see a player three-peat twice again or win six titles in eight years? First and foremost, before I even answer that, let me say this. We're going to stop skipping over Bill Russell and the greatness that Bill Russell— brought to the NBA, okay? The question should be, are we going to see somebody win 11 titles (laughs) in a row again? Because that's... That was a different
0: NBA, though, Trevor. I
1: understand that, but we still got to give Bill Russell his props. Like, that's still... You could not win 11 straight NBA titles. You could be in the league for that long. So we still got to put respect on on Bill Russell's name. Now, back to this question. I don't know if we ever see a team three-peat again just because, I mean, guys just don't be staying healthy (laughs) long enough to to 3p to, to, to that's it's tough it's tough to win one it's even harder to win two in a row and it's damn near impossible to win three in a row that's why it hasn't been done but a handful of times and to say you do it back to back in or or you know win six times in eight years I, I don't I don't know if we see that again
0: I don't think we will um I would love to see it but I don't think we will just because a lot of these younger players now are more um, worried about teaming up together as opposed to competing against each other. Um, the difference in the Mike era, and, and this is not to compare you know, what we have now to what we have then, but I just think then guys wanted to beat each other. They wanted to play against each other and actually beat the guy. Whereas guys now are more content to join up with the guy. Um, I think Kevin Durant has kind of been at the forefront of that. and and. You know, join up with guys and and hey, let's let's do our own thing over here and see if we could win a championship or two. Mm-hmm. So to see a three peat, I think would be phenomenal, but to see it twice within an eight year span, we're never gonna see that again.
1: I think the closest we would have gotten to that would have been Golden State, but again, the injuries stopped that from happening.
0: And even even still, that would have been one three peat. Yeah. Well who called sure. scoop is Cooper talking about as two three peats yeah, within yeah. an eight year span. Definitely damn damn impossible. And, Looking at the landscape of the league, look think about how crazy that would have been right now.
1: Yeah. I, I I just I don't I don't I don't see it see it happening. Um and let me see, John, can we go with the Bill Russell and them WNBA 10 teams in the league titles? Respect to Bill though. Here, here, and let me say this. Here's why you gotta give Bill Russell more respect than a lot of people wanna give Bill Russell, because whatever you wanna say, you know, there were it wasn't the land of the Giants at that point. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. But what Bill Russell was dealing with off the court,
0: yeah.
1: nobody in the history of the NBA has had to deal with what he had to deal with off the court. And I'm not even talking about from the world. I'm talking about just in his own backyard in Boston, the racism that he had to deal with. That is a is 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 a hell of a lot to to, to have to deal with, and then to still come on and be the most dominant player in the league for 10, 10 years, 11 years, you got to give you got to give Bill Russell his respect, man, because I I don't I don't know you know what I'm saying, got too many guys that's going to be able to to deal with what Bill Russell had to deal with during his tenure with the Celtics and still do everything that he did and accomplish everything he was able to accomplish. Not only that,
0: I mean, the off the court stuff is is crazy to think about, but also the unselfishness because it's at a time when everybody's comparing him to will and everybody's so mesmerized by what will was doing. You know, that bill was kind of taking a step back and like, no, I'm gonna be the ultimate team player. If y'all just need me to grab 20 boards tonight, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. If y'all need me to get 10 blocks, that's what I'm gonna do. Like he never got caught up in the numbers and that's crazy to think about. Cause nowadays, all of these guys get caught up in what their counterparts are doing mm-hmm. and bill was able to stay focused on. This is what my team needs me to do to win. Let's also not forget. He was a player coach who won a championship as well, yeah. which has never happened. And it's never going to happen again. So we can never overlook the accomplishments and the contributions of Bill Russell.
1: Yeah. Um, Sh- two Ball Scoop says, don't get it twisted drunk. It was some great centers and power forwards back in the 60s. It wasn't all plumbers. It definitely wasn't all
0: plumbers. It definitely wasn't. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. Some of them might have been plumbers in the offseason because they wasn't getting $40 million a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let y'all
1: make me feel bad about my Bill Russell joke, my bad. Baby. <laughs> like go my New Year's pizza. Let me go back, Ron. Ron, Trip. What's your thoughts on LeBron four and six record? Hell, he got to win two more to be at five hundred. Warriors are closest to the Bulls. Two 3 3-P Warriors win four and eight. Um, I mean, record is his record, man. Like, what you like? It is what it is. Obviously, I would like for his record to be to be better, but. I'm saying at the end of the day championships are 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 team accomplishments. All right? And so and I'm not not to not to, to make excuses for Brown, but I mean shit, I don't know I don't know anybody damn near that was was going to even come close to them damn Warriors teams that that LeBron had to play against with Kevin Durant and the boys together like who, who I don't I don't just, like do you think that Michael Jordan would have beat the Warriors with Kevin Durant?
0: Um. It, all right, so if you're telling me the the best version of the Bulls against the best version of the Warriors, I'll take the Bulls. But I'll say this. I think sometimes we we make the landing saw for LeBron when we say, well, he wasn't going to beat the Warriors. Okay, cool. Maybe he wasn't going to beat the Warriors, right? Especially with KD, maybe. But let's not forget that there are two specific finals where LeBron James was on the team that was the favorite to win the finals, and he did not. And that is the 2010-2011 Miami Heat that lost to the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. And also the 2014-20. I mean, sorry, 2013-2014 Miami Heat that lost to the Spurs. Um, both those times, they were favorites to win, and they didn't. And if not for the Ray Allen shot, they probably would have lost to the Spurs twice. So that's not to take anything away from Braun. And I know, like you mentioned, oh, it's a team accomplishment. But there have been times where Braun was on the best team yeah. who was projected to win based on Vegas odds and lost in the finals. So if we're going to say, oh, well, he wasn't going to beat the Warriors. Well, what about the times where he was the favorite and didn't win? Yeah. And, we
1: and got to call a
0: spade a spade. And don't get it twisted.
1: When, 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 when LeBron lost, I got at LeBron.
0: Right. If that's what so I'm that's, saying. We, so we got just it. so
1: y'all know, because I know some of y'all guys are, are, are newer mm-hmm. supporters to the show. I don't let I don't let LeBron off the hook. Like let let's, let's be clear about that. As as much love as I show LeBron, I don't just let LeBron off the hook and and, and, and let anything fly with LeBron. Only the only championship that I personally would be like, you know what? It, it was just it was not even a clear match. It would be that first one against the against the uh, the Spurs, where it was just like they were just it was no they ain't had no chance in hell because that one was like. That that team was—I don't even know how LeBron got that team to the finals, but other than other than that, no, I, I, I'll get at LeBron when, when when LeBron don't do what he's supposed to do, I will get at LeBron. It's just—I mean—but at, at this point in his career, like, I mean, what are you going? What are you saying to LeBron right now? Like, he's he's doing things that are unheard of.
0: He um, is, and and Bron, like I said, when for me personally, I can't speak for no one else, but when I say Braun isn't the best ever, that's not a knock on Braun you can still be number two or even number three for the people who have Kareem above Braun yeah. and still pay respect to Braun and everything he's accomplished in the game. I just think too many times the people that are so diehard Braun fans, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that he's not number one.
1: No, I mean, I, I still have Michael as the, as the GOAT, so it's not like, you know, all right, like that. And that would be the other thing. If I came up here every week and was just like unequivocally LeBron is the GOAT and that's it, then I could understand. But no, I still got, got MJ at the GOAT well, I feel that way when LeBron's career is over completely. Maybe I might feel differently. But as of right now, I still have Michael Jordan as the GOAT. My personal opinion is Mike is the GOAT. Um, Mike is the GOAT.
0: Ron, Ron, hold on. I put that comment back up there. Ron, Ron, I, I rock with you. Uh, I'm going to take it a step further. 96 Bulls, that's the 72 and 10 team. That team was good. But I really think the, uh, the 93 team, 92, 93 was even better version when they still had Horace Grant because I think a lot of times people overlook how good Horace Grant was at that time for that team and the versatility they had. Cool Coach was amazing, though. When, when you're talking 96, Cool Coach Ron Harper, who was still pretty good, but that was an older team. But I think the younger Bulls teams, when Mike and Scotty were kind of at their peak defensively, 92, 93, what they were doing defensively, that team was special, bro. Yeah. Wallace Coop says, Stephen A. Smith
1: says, Rich Paul tries to check. Saying MJ is number, I'm not. Sh- he,
0: he I think
1: he's check, trying to check him. Stephen A. Tries to check Rich Paul, or Rich Paul tried to check Stephen A. Smith. Rich,
0: Rich Paul tried to check Stephen A. On, on saying MJ number
1: one. I mean, but you can't check nobody. Like now, if I if if I if I said Robert Orry was the was the goat, then you could check somebody on that. But that's upset. Like you can't check nobody on saying Michael Jordan is the goat and even if even if 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 somebody right now has lebron as the goat like it's not like it's it's a, that far off to where there's like no nothing you could ever possibly say to make to make the case for it if it's somebody who we don't even recognize as a top 25 player that's you out of pocket but but when it's that close, like I'm not mad at anybody for saying LeBron is the goat. I'm not mad at anybody for saying MJ is the goat. I'm not mad at anybody who has Kareem as the goat. You know what I'm saying? Because you you could make the case. Now when you start jumping out the window, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like and, and naming guys that we know is just it's just not it. That's one thing. But when you when it comes down to those three guys, I'm not gonna be mad at anybody who has their preference. Because I tell you right now, if you're talking to people from Kareem's era and before that, a lot of those people are gonna say it's Kareem. If you're talking about people from MJ's era and, and going into now they're gonna say they're gonna say it's MJ and then the the later generations are gonna have a lot of them that say LeBron. But either one of those three you can't go wrong if you have them as the GOAT. That's why we did the Mount Rushmore and had the top five best of these positions. So we don't even have to to have that 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 discussion.
0: Yeah, that's that's a fact. That's why we we want to shift away from just the one isolated goat and say, hey, look, these are the five best. And again, if if the if civilization was on the line and I need the five best guys on the court, who would you pick? um Rich Porto, I'm not mad at him. No, that's his man. Yeah, what do you think he's gonna you know? say? Yeah, like what what else is he supposed to say? You know what I'm saying? That that's like if somebody be like, yo, you know. Stephen A and Shannon Sharp, the best dude on the game. I'm like, you out your fucking mind because you ain't seen me and Trip Young. Exactly. You ain't seen us yet. Yeah. So we, we the best. But that's yeah. just I apologize, Trip. I'm cursing. I, I apologize. <laughs>
1: that's all good, bro. Um, where's Magic Johnson all time to y'all? Um Magic is top five for me.
0: Best I, point guard ever.
1: Best point guard ever, top five. I probably have magic at number four. I think I'm, Yeah, I think I got Magic at number four on the all-time list. Um, but he's definitely the best point guard ever. When we did our Mount Rushmore special, he was the number one point guard um, that we voted on all time. So that's why I have him. I have him ranked number four, and he's the best point guard of all time.
0: I think you could flip-flop between four or five. I agree with you. I think our top three is the same. We both had uh, Mike, Braun, and Kareem. Mm-hmm. And then... Four and five, we flip flop between Magic and Tim Duncan, who we both felt Tim was the best power forward of all time. So he's, he's right in that range. Um, the only, only thing that's holding Magic back is the longevity. Because when you compare him to everyone else, you know, Braun in year 20, Kareem played 20 years, Mike, including the Wizards, played 15 years, Tim Duncan played 15 years. Magic is the only one that stops right around 12 years. He's the only. That's the only thing that really holds him back. Granted, he doesn't have all of the individual accolades that Mike Braun, and Kareem have, but impact on the game, just his his control as a point guard. There's no better point guard ever than Magic Johnson. I'm sorry.
1: Facts. Nice. And I, and again, us saying that is not a disrespect or a slap in the face to Steph Curry. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, just want to be clear because you know, oh, well, we're Steph. No. Just because we say someone else is great, it does not diminish what any other player has done. Steph, I have him as number two on the all-time point guard list. Do y'all think Braun versus Jordan debate helps Jordan stay alive? People go watch his highlights because now you got young kids like damn to his highlights. I mean, The Last Dance probably did more (laughs) to keep MJ alive than anything, Um, but... He, the discussion of MJ being the GOAT all this time, and I I, I think other than that, I'd probably the fact that Jordan still got the number one sneaker ever is going to keep that alive as well. Like, it, it don't take much. Damn the debates. If we didn't have a debate about the GOAT, MJ was still going to be that guy because everybody is still lining up around the corner to buy Michael Jordan sneakers. And it ain't like he got some new fly joints because they still, they buying the same one through 13. All these other numbers, I think it's up to like 25, 30 right now, something like that. Nobody gives them. They They are buying the same sneakers that Mike wore when he played the game. He Mike don't need no help <laughs> with, with, with staying relevant because that, that alone It's going going to put Mike, you know what I'm saying, over the top in any conversation right there. Um, Yeah, I mean,
0: the fact that here we are now, uh, 30 years, 30-plus years since the release of the first Michael Jordan sneaker, the the Jordan silhouette, and people, it's still one of the top-selling sneakers. I think it is still the top-selling sneaker. That helps keeps Jordan's name alive because I think a lot of young kids who never saw him play are intrigued by the mystique around the shoe and the aura of the Jordan name.
1: Let me go to I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Dion Hoops uh, page question now about Bronny. Can we have a deep convo? LOL. Bronny James averages four points a game, and they got him a first round pick. And before the heart stuff, he is in something we haven't seen before, right? Is it fair that he gets this treatment because of father's name? Dude took a stop and made the McDonald's game. He had a good game yesterday, but it's amazing uh, what being related to someone can do for you. Obviously, man, it helps. Obviously, his name, his last name is James. <laughs> okay, like yes, he's gonna he's gonna get a boost in a lot of situations. Um, as far as his what he's been doing right now, I mean, what did he play? Uh, four games right now, five games.
0: Yeah, he's something, very something early in guy. his college
1: career. Yeah, um, and they had him ranked as a first round going. Uh, into this college season, I don't know if we if he'd be averaging, let's say, twelve points a game if he didn't have the heart issue. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna give him any excuses. Um, I, I mean, realistically, we kind of just have to wait and see with Bronny to see what's gonna happen. But yes, he's he's always gonna still get a leg up. Remember. Guys were talking about MJ's kids until we found out, you know, they would just not hoopers like that. But there was a lot of talk around MJ's kids when when they were um, in high school and headed into into college. There was a lot of talk about them. So it just that's what happens. Yes, we are beneficiaries of our parents being these, you know, famous people. And, And it does. That's not in just basketball. That's that's in everything. People get nods, certain nods based off of who their parents are.
0: I mean, not just that. We we also live in an era of, you know, over information. And so the projection of him being a first round pick was based off of what they think his ceiling will be. Now, the fact that he's playing against better competition and only averaging four points a game, that will affect his draft stock um, to use a a recent player, this is no different than Amani Bates, who, when Amani Bates first went to college, we had him projected as a high first-round pick, and then because he didn't play enough games and he struggled a little bit in college, he slipped in the draft. That's not to knock his talent. That's not to say he can't be an NBA player, because we see Imani Bates does have a, a high skill set. But these are the things that happen. I, I wouldn't put too much stock into it. Yes, the name plays a big factor on it. If his name was Bronny Smith, uh, we probably would evaluate him differently, right, Trip? We we know that if if, if his last name wasn't James, we would evaluate him differently. Um, but I also don't think that we should be too harsh on Bronny James because I do think that he has a particular skill set that will translate. He's a guy. He's a young man who already has displayed a defensive proficiency and an ability to knock down a corner three. And we know in this current NBA, if you're a three and D guy you're going to always find a spot in in the league. So if he continues to develop that, if he continues to master that skill set, he could be a guy who can come in the league and be a Trevor Ariza type player. Now, will that disappoint some people because he won't live up to the last name? Probably. But Trevor Ariza, last time I checked, played in the league 10 plus years and won a couple championships and was an impact player on some really good teams. So Bronny James could have that same type of impact. May not be what his dad was, but he could still be a very good NBA player.
1: Yeah, and you know, having a last name James is not always a plus because the amount of pressure that is on Bronny James to be LeBron James—that mm-hmm. in itself is is gonna make things even harder uh, for for him. So you know, it, it, it's, it's not it's not always it's not always a plus to have that. And again. We we just finished saying that LeBron is is arguably the second best player of all time. The next ten thousand, a 5 million players that come into the league aren't going to be LeBron James, but they're gonna. But he's gonna have that pressure on him because his last name is James. So I just want to watch and, and enjoy. Sometimes we just got to sit back and watch and see. And if he doesn't do well, he doesn't do well. But I will say he does have an NBA game. Not saying he's going to be a superstar or anything like that. Just that his game, he 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 can play an NBA style game. That's all I'm gonna say about Bronny. The rest we're gonna have to wait and see. Five games is not enough to say what he's gonna be.
0: Um, yeah, it's, it's too early. And let's, like I said, let's not be overly critical of Bronny James because. He might be a guy who may need two years, three years of college to really develop. And that's not a bad thing either. We were talking about Ja Morant earlier. Ja didn't come out after his freshman year. Ja needed a couple of seasons to really develop his game and mature into the player he is now. So the same thing can happen for Bron. He might really develop all of his skills at USC and maybe after his sophomore year, or maybe even after his junior year, he yeah. comes out and then becomes the player that we think he can become. So it's way too early. Let's not be so critical. You know, I I, I don't like that. I don't want to be too critical of, of 18 year olds who are still learning the game a little bit yeah. uh, and trying to figure out their way.
1: Let's be honest, Bronny, with her condition, is undrafted player if his name Joe Clark. But the NBA gonna make him and Bron play together happen. And listen, that's a, that's a, a possibility. Um, and and I do, yeah. If it's somebody else, I mean, we haven't even heard from from Shaq's son. Remember, Shaqson had uh, had the heart condition too, and we haven't heard from him. So who knows? It may it may work out. It may not. That's why I said we just, at this point we just got to wait and see because is he the good thing about Bronny is he ain't got a rush to go to the league. If he if he don't if if he don't play a, a game in the NBA, he's going to be set for the rest of his life. It is what it is. Yeah. So we just, we just and I mean, I, I I don't even want to
0: make it about the money because then that becomes a whole nother conversation, but. If you're telling me Bronny with the heart condition is an undrafted player, okay, cool. Maybe you're right, but the draft isn't tomorrow, right? Um, we still got months to scout Bronny. We still got months to figure out what he is as a player. And again, that's to assume that he comes out after his freshman year. What if he goes back and balls out of control next year? And let's say, let's say hypothetically his sophomore year, Bronny's the guy who's averaging 16, 5, and 5. Is he not a first-round prospect then at 19, 20 years old? Is he not a guy that now we become more intrigued by? A lot of guys, I think too many times we we get so enamored by the guys who who are one and done. There are plenty of guys in the league who didn't go one and done, that stood a year or two and and figured it out and and then developed their game. Um, You know, as I mentioned earlier, John Morant was a guy who, this is not who Ja was his first year at Murray State. Go back and look at the numbers. Ja Morant's his freshman year. I think he averaged six points a game at Murray State. He was not the guy he is right now. He was not the guy he was when he came out in the draft. So let's give Bronny a little bit of time. Yeah.
1: And the, the another the thing with Shaq's son, the, the, the thing with Bronny and LeBron is there is a storyline because the, the timetables can't connect for them to play at the same time. Shaq's son – is would be just now entering the NBA. Shaq been retired for you know what I'm saying a decade now, so there's not even really a storyline to push to say, all right, this is a narrative to have father and son playing the league together, like uh, King Griffey and his dad are playing together in, in baseball. So it, it would have been a little bit different. Bronny still had see not Bronny, LeBron still has that type of pull. Um. In, in the league to say yeah he might be able to get a you know get a team to to, to draft his son but again if like you said if he's if he's putting up 16 five and five by next season he don't need leBron to say anything because that's first round draft pick anyway but to, you know what right. I'm saying? so
0: and right and, and and to the original comment about like where he was projected um a lot of guys are drafted solely on potential. That's the league. Like when Andrew Wiggins came out of Kansas, Andrew Wiggins wasn't the best guy on that team. But Andrew Wiggins was projected to be something better than what his production was at the time. Um, when Anthony Davis was at Kentucky, now granted I'm talking about guys who are bigger in stature, because I know Kyrie highlighted that Bronny's 6'3. Yeah. I'm just using that as an example. There are a lot of guys who are projected to be better than what they've shown in college. That does not mean that that's what your limitations are. You can be better than than what your stature is. I think Bronny's going to be just fine. Uh you know, yeah, he, he's not six eight like his dad. That's cool, but he'll be he'll be just fine because he's a defensive player. His mindset is that of an unselfish guy. He'll be fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Now Bryce Bryce is a problem. I, I like Bryce. And Bryce is, I think Bryce like,
1: is, is like six six right now. Six, yeah. And Bryce is only
0: a sophomore. Yeah. Bryce is going to be a problem.
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I don't know if Bronco problem. wait around that, that log uh, for, for Bryce to get to the league. But and Bryce does seem like he is going to be a problem.
0: And the ill thing with Bryce is Bryce developed all of his outside game first because he was undersized. Yep. So he can already shoot. He can do all those things of a small guard. Mm-hmm. But now he hit his growth spurt. Bryce is going to be a problem.
1: Have y'all seen the female Juju Watkins? She plays for USC I've seen a couple of highlights, but I haven't watched a a, whole, a an entire game, to to say to speak on her that much. Um, but from what I've seen, yeah. Let me uh, let me go back to I see. Shout out to Imani, I see you. Let me go back to your first comment, and then I'm gonna talk about what you just put down there. What's going on, fellas? Last time I was on, y'all had a boxer to come on. He said. He said, I'm busy, LOL. And did y'all see Turn Shannon? He go to jab. Go to jab. Was ar- <laughs> she always <laughs> got to do this. Was arrested on, on on rape charges. He plays for Illinois. Now, we can't speak on it if he did or it was consensual. But why Hooper's got to take it if it's true? It's been a lot of cases over the years. You know I got to bring up uncomfortable topics. Um, I, Well, first of all, I don't even want to just say why Hooper. I don't want to say anybody. Why does anybody you know what i'm saying feel like that's the, the thing to do like it, it, I mean, i'm not even just going to single out basketball players or athletes in general no 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 man or woman for that matter should be forcing themselves on on anybody let's just let's start there how about that you know what i'm saying why why is anybody you know what i mean so but as far as the kid from 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 Illinois again um, we're gonna say we're gonna say allegedly because there there hasn't been any uh, any final decisions, but you know what I'm saying we we obviously we don't support that, um, and, and and if this if it is true then he got he got to be punished to the fullest extent of the law. That, that's just what it is.
0: Uh, he does need to be punished to the fullest extent of the law if it is true but this is why we always say let's kind of let it play out and figure out what's going on. Um, it's always unfortunate though, when, when these type of allegations come up because we, we now live in a world where we're conditioned to be skeptical of it and wonder if it's even true because so many times we've heard people kind of backtrack these allegations. So the only thing we can do is wait and see what, what comes of it and what evidence comes out. And, um, you know be, until then, I don't I don't want to condemn the young man, but at the same time, I don't want to take the allegations lightly either.
1: Um, hold on, let me just say, I can say I want it and get you in my room and panties off. I say, No, nah, you gotta stop.
0: Then You gotta stop. No means no, that's a you, fact.
1: You're preaching to the choir on that one. I'm just, yeah, like, you're
0: not, yeah, you're not, you're not telling something that we don't believe in as well, <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't, cause I, cause I, t- I, I, cause I will tell you right now. If God forbid, if it was, if it was one of the females in, in my family that something like that happened to, or somebody, somebody tried tried them, I'm willing to risk it all to take care right. of that situation. I am completely against that. I don't care if we both butt naked and it's and it's. We dead man making contact. If it's a no, that's it. Then it's then it's over with you. Better go in the shower and get the Vaseline or something. But other than that, no, we don't condone that in the slightest. I don't care who it is, who you are. No. If if a person says stop, and that's a man or woman, because whatever the case may be, if a person says stop, I don't care at what point it is, you gotta stop. And that and that's it. That it is what it is.
0: I 1000 percent agree with that. I got two daughters, so I don't even play that game. Like it is what it is, but to Amani's point, you know, uh, not not just females lie. People lie in general. I don't want to put that just on females. Yeah. Um, You know, I, again, I, I don't want to condemn the young man until we notice the the full details. But I also agree, you have to respect women. If a woman tells you no, that's where it stops. No means no. There's no questions asked. There's no, there's nothing else to that. There's no explanation. Exactly. That's right. I,
1: agree, I, agree, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. They know I'm. My freedom is worth too much. I don't even play that type of game. We don't play those. Yeah, games that's a fact. Way. That's Sorry, a so. fact. And uh, but j- I just hate the woman. That's the color of paper. A lot of times, do to style of black athletes. Um, it, do- it, do- it does. that like, as well.
0: There, is, there's a history of that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, shout out to Emerald Marie. Um, one of my one of our other co-hosts. We spoke back in this is a couple of years ago in the TV station. Um, the two athletes from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, that were I believe it was the I believe it was the basketball team they were on, but they were they were accused of of rape, and then if and then everything came out that it wasn't true that it, it was a lie. So yes, you do have that happening, and and again and, and that is a perfect example of why a lot of times will we will wait to speak on certain things because and that's not to say it's always like that, but there are a lot of cases where. People, people lie and say things, and that's not just a particular race. Because we can go to the uh, to the uh, the Brian Banks story, mm-hmm. who you know who, yeah, who was like an NFL stories. prospect, yeah, and wound up you know losing his his career, his livelihood, and had to, had to serve some time in jail over a lie, and it, and and that wasn't proven until years later. So. You know, you have to wait and get all of the details and understand what's really going on before you just start going in on, on these type of topics. Well, I bring messy, but y'all have a safe New Year's. Don't drink too much. Listen, man, we're going to get ready to wrap this thing up. Um, Happy New Year's to everyone as well. Oh, wait. Can't, can't wrap. I can't, can't. We can't wrap up just yet because we do got to shout out Bruce Carrington. He is ranked number 10 in the featherweight. Uh, division. It's on the ESPN list right now. He's he's top 10 in the rankings. So big shout out to Bruce Carrington on that. He had a great 2023. And I I, I think we're going to see him get that title shot in 2024. I know we said two years last time he was on the show, but just based off the trajectory and how things are going, I'm going to say next year he gets that title shot. Uh,
0: The title shot is in his near future. He was also named prospect of the year so shout out to Shushu. I know
1: he's going to be rocking with very soon. Mm-hmm. Let me see what you said. Wait, y'all remember the the player that played for the Spurs that she kept saying he was pulling his stuff out at their sessions? Y'all know she lied. They was having an affair. She dropped the lawsuit. He plays for the Clippers now, but she was willing to take him. She was willing to take him down. <clears throat> That's what I mean. You have there are a lot of cases like that. So we gotta, you know, we gotta wait and see until all of the all of the facts are out. Um, drunk, you I, you know what? I'm gonna take your word for this, drunk. But I'm just saying, y'all, <laughs> we gonna see drunk in 2024. Drunk, you better you, you better be ready to come on the show. We are gonna have a guest appearance from from drunk on the show in 2024. all right? So be be ready for that one. Since you're gonna be sober, we are gonna get you on the on the show in 2024.
0: Yeah, that's a fact. We gotta bring drunk on the show. Um, he 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 started he couldn't even finish sober. he said, never mind that, that's not even happening.
1: <laughs> exactly man. Um, she um, talk,
0: I know uh Josh Primo, yeah, I was just looking at yeah Josh Primo that's that's a fact number Josh Primo was a first round pick mm-hmm. and got uh cut by the spurs. They let him go and then yeah, and then it, it came out that he, she fabricated the allegations. Exactly.
1: um oh, shout out to Kareem, successful surgery. Say he's gonna be in recovery for about two months. But uh salute to the to the to the legend Hall of Famer, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Um, with that being said, make sure you guys are following us on all our social media, Instagram, Twitter at RealFanTalk, Facebook.com forward slash real fans real talk. Um, oh, we got an episode with Combo that's gonna be dropping uh very soon to start off the year for us. Shout out to Combo. We had a basketball special we shot. Uh, with combo, and um, subscribe to that YouTube channel if you haven't already. YouTube.com forward slash for the fans productions, and uh, if you're not in the New York City area, you can't watch us on Thursday nights on Verizon 43 from eight to nine p.m. Don't worry, you can watch us from anywhere in the world on the on the website realfansrealtalk.com. Um, and yes, Imani, I'm still we we haven't gone into production yet on the documentary. So once we once we get into production. I will have that conversation with 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 uh with Mika Holslaw, and we're gonna work on bringing her to, to Real Fans Real Talk. Um, oh, and uh, make sure you guys subscribe to both the Sanchez Show and the Real Fans Real Talk podcast, streaming on all major platforms. Um, no, 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 that's uh that's Justin Biggs that you're thinking about that came mm-hmm. on with uh, Chris Biggs, um, Bruce Carrington, uh, Justin Biggs is is a middleweight if I'm not mistaken right now. I think he's fighting that middleweight. Bruce Carrington is fighting at featherweight and it was just released that he's ranked uh number 10 on the on the uh featherweight division ranking order. So big shout out to him for that. Eric, you want to give us a final
0: thought? Of course, man. Listen, as always, I want to thank the supporters, man. Y'all could be anywhere in the world, y'all rocking with us. And here we are on New Year's Eve, and y'all taking the time to chop it up with us. So we greatly appreciate it. Um stay tuned. We got a lot of things in store. Tripp and I, we've been talking behind the scenes, so we want to continue to kind of bring you guys into the fold of what we're doing. So, so definitely pay attention there. And uh, I hope everyone has had a happy and safe holiday season and a great new year as we uh, go into twenty twenty four,
1: man. Likewise, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna piggyback off of that. Nothing but love, peace, and happiness going into this twenty twenty four. Again, if you guys are going out, just be safe, man. It's a lot of crazies out there. It's a lot of weirdos out there. So if you're going out, just be safe. If you're drinking, be safe. Be aware of your surroundings. And uh, and get home safe to your loved ones and your family, man. That's all I can say. With that being said, for myself, Trip Young, and my brother, Eric Sanchez, a.k.a. Legend in Two Games, we up out of here. Peace. Let's go,
0: Ravens.